Football live from Brookvale coming up uh, just after 7.30, Manly and the West's Tigers. Liam Fulton is going to join us in the box uh, just after 7. Lots to get through be- between now and then with Ryan Girdler, Paul Gallen, and it's time for this man to shine. Brent Reid from The Australian. You've been on fire with your mail on a Friday night. I actually looked at the radio ratings. They actually go up at 6.15 oh, on a Friday. Thanks, Dan. And then they drop back down to, at, at 6.30. You still haven't yeah. got me some music or something for the for the segment that's going on there, an intro of some Your kind. ratings haven't gone up that that's much. Okay. Okay. What have you got point? on Wayne Bennett? Uh, there's two sides to this story. The, the sexy story is where he's going to go. But, of course, Newcastle have to now fill their head coaching role as well. Yeah, there's been lots of names bandied about. Rick Stone, obviously, uh, Garth Brennan. Uh, the Penrith New, New South Wales Cup coach. Laurie even got a run today. I've got a bit of a smoky for you, Dan. Uh, Mick Potter, the man involved tonight. Now, Mick's, uh, at the moment, he's, he's off contract at the end of the year and his contract hasn't been extended because they've got problems at board level at the West Tigers. They haven't formed their board yet. And he's on bugger all. He's on basically nothing. Uh, and he's got connections in Newcastle. He coached Matt Gidley at St Helens in England. Peter Mulholland, the recruitment guy there, is very close. I think Peter Mulholland coached him at St. Gregory's Cameltown, I think it was, years and years ago. So it's a bit of a smoky den, a bit of a left-field one. I'm not saying it's mm. over the line, but I'm just saying let's throw him in the mix. How close was he last year to being tossed aside by the Tigers? Oh, very close. I mean, very, very close. It, it, you know, it got to a point where it looked like he was gone, and, and you know, I'm sort of glad they stuck with him because he's a, he's a good bloke, Mick Potter, and a, you know, he's obviously a good coach. He's had success overseas, and... You can see what he's done this year with the West Tigers. He's done a great job. You mentioned Laurie Daly. Gal, uh, Laurie, everyone's got a massive rap on him as a coach. Do you think he would make the transition? I imagine it's a very different style, uh, you know, coaching elite athletes for six weeks as opposed to a club for a year, uh, year on year. How do you think he'd go as an NRL coach? Well, I definitely think he could do it. There's no doubt about that. He's got the respect. The first thing I think you need as a coach is to get the respect of the players, and there's no doubt he's got that, so... I think he could do it. Um, whether he wants to do it, I'm not sure. He's, he's such a nice guy. He's too nice. Everyone loves him. I, I don't know if he, he'd want the week-in, week-out drama of it all. And at the end of the day, coaches aren't well-liked, I don't think, a lot of the time. So I think it's a pretty tough gig. So I don't know if he'd want the job. Goods, is there an art? Let me ask you this. Is there an art to coaching elite players? Is that a different skill than coaching your rank-and-file players, your fringe first-graders, the guys that aren't necessarily... Uh, you know, as good as, as as the best players. Dan, I just think it's it's not just about coaching players. It's just about, you know, if you're the head coach of somewhere now, it's about running the organisation. You know, recruitment, it's about uh, all the junior players coming through, uh, organising the, the front office. I mean, you've got your finger in so many different pies. You need to be good at so many different things. That's why I guess it gets so exhausting. It's not just about coaching, but when it comes to origin, you know, they say the best coaches go into origin are the ones uh, that don't think they need to do too much. They get in there, They've got the best players that they can use. They've only got a short short space of time. So you actually don't get in there. You don't really work much on game plans and structures and that sort of stuff. It's more about bringing people together and letting them play to the best strengths that they have. Uh, Reedy, who's the favourite for Wayne Bennett? The papers all reported St George Illawarra today. What do you reckon? I think it's St George Illawarra. I, I mean, I, just, I don't think Brisbane have made a decision yet whether they're, they're going to chase Wayne because Anthony Griffin's got him in sixth spot, I think. They win the next couple of games from the top four. And everyone keeps saying to me, Wayne Bennett would not leave if he didn't have something lined up. Well, Saints have obviously put an offer on the table, so you know I think St George are pretty short at the moment. What's the situation with the Broncos? Because we know that you know uh, Griffin needs to make the top four this year to get the extension, or mm. next year. That was what they. Well, got, I don't know if that's said, set in but... stone, Goods. You know, a top eight spot might be enough for Anthony Griffin to hold his spot. I, you know, and and I don't think 
you know, Wayne's probably not going to wait that long to find out, is he? I mean, you're talking top four for them to make a decision on, on Anthony Griffin. You're talking Wayne waiting nine more weeks to find out whether they get there. And I, I don't think he'll do that. You know, so to me, the Dragons really short odds at the moment to get him back. All right. Well, Brisbane not necessarily entrenched in that top eight, and they've got a tough one against Penrith this week. Darius Boyd. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Dan. I spoke to um, representatives of Darius today, and they said he hasn't told Newcastle he's living at the Who represents Darius Boyd? George Minus. George does. Yeah, okay. So he said that the, the, they have not told Newcastle living at the end of the year. But obviously there's a lot of mail around that he is going to leave. Uh, I rang a lot of clubs today about Darius Boyd to find out whether they're interested. And basically a lot of them don't have the money for him because obviously he's a high-quality player. He'd be on a lot of money. Bulldogs? Go- go- well, bull- Bulldogs, I was told um, on the, off the record, we're not interested in him. We'll, we'll not be chasing him. Uh, Gold Coast, I, I checked out because he's from the Gold Coast, obviously. Um, grew up there. I think his grandmother's still on the Gold Coast. Don't have the money for him. The interesting one for me is South Sydney. Now, South have got some money. Uh, they've obviously got a really good fullback in Greg Inglis, but he can play in the centres. Darius alternatively maybe could play 5-8 if need be. As I said, merits th- near the end. They've got money. So you, you can't pay you that know. sort of money for a winger. No, you can't. And I don't think they'd look at him as a winger. But I think they'd look at him as maybe a fullback, maybe GI goes back to the centres, or they look at maybe playing him in the halves. When they when they spoke about the Stewart brothers both going over, GI actually made a point. He went into the office and said, "I, I won't be, I don't want to be playing back in the centre." So I mean, why would you buy Darius boys at the risk, uh, Boyd at the risk of upsetting Greg? But surely you could play him as a centre or a five-eight. It's a totally Darius. different role, though. I mean, playing a centre in in today's game is so different than playing fullback. It's you just don't get half as many opportunities. And now we're here at Brookvale Oval. Reedy, uh, obviously no Wolfman. Uh, is he even here? Uh, I imagine he's not going to be here at Brookvale. What's it, what's going no, on? No, he's gone him? away, Dan. He's taken a few days away to get, get away from the spotlight. Uh, and look, there's a board meeting next week and he'll be on the agenda at that board meeting. And, and you know, I spoke to a couple of people today about his contractual situation, whether the, the betting... Um, suspension means the club can sack him and there were sort of mixed reviews on that some people said they could, some said they couldn't but the board's meeting next week and, and he'll, his future will be discussed and obviously the club early in the year tried to move Dave Williams on. Well he's I mean, not even in their best he's, 17 He's not in their best 17, uh, there was talk that the club told him he was free to go so this is sort of giving him an, op- an opportunity maybe to force him out the door. Alright we'll wait and see, so board meeting next week. Thank you Rudy, well done. Cheers. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M